welcome to Improved Initiative. This podcast is dedicated to the use of gaming for the benefit of improving skills. We'll explore different types of games and how they can help you in your daily life. So get ready. It's time to level up. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Improved Initiative, the podcast that uses applied gaming to help you level up your life. Last time, we discussed how Minecraft can help you improve research and social skills, mathematics, and project management skills such as time and resource management. In this episode, we're going to look at how MMOs can help you develop some other crucial skills for our current job market, leadership and teamwork. Before I get too far into this episode, I want to say two things. First of all, This episode was particularly difficult for me to put together because it is actually part of the subject that my dissertation is on. So I have approximately 40 pages worth of academic research on teamwork and leadership as it applies to the gaming world. Second of all, uh, I want to apologize for this episode being late. I did not mention it before because I did not think it was relevant, however, apparently it is. I have a couple of autoimmune disorders that randomly flare up. Um, They are especially bad when there is a lot of stress or there is a severe weather change, like a, a severe pressure change, and both of those things have come into play in the past couple of weeks. So, um... This is the first I have been able to actually sit still and sit up in order to record anything uh, that would be worth listening to. So that said, moving on, I will try to uh, give you advance notice if things are not going to work out for me to stick to the schedule that I have set up. But for now, we're going to stick with the every other week thing. So back to what we're talking about here. According to the folks over at michaelpage.com, the second most sought-after skill set amongst employers is that of leadership and management. There is a there is an actual difference between leadership and management. And I can say with pretty good confidence that there are a number of leaders who are terrible managers and some fantastic managers who are the worst leaders. So what is the difference? Again, because this is part of my dissertation, I could cite academic papers on it all day long, but instead, I'll just give you the name of the author, the article, and the year from Forbes.com and let you go check it out. I'll also link it in the blog post that goes with this podcast, And you can click on the link from there. So go to Forbes.com and look for William Aruda's 2016 article called, quote, Nine Differences Between Being a Leader and a Manager, end quote. It's a short article, and the points that he makes are very, very good. So for the purposes of this podcast, however, we're just going to say that the difference between a leader and a manager is that a leader has followers, whereas a manager has employees. Leaders tend to be charismatic and agents of change, whereas managers tend to be directive and maintain the norms. Most businesses 
In today's market, however, want a person who can do both, inspire followers and increase their productivity. There are many massively multiplayer online games available that can help train teamwork skills. There are even some first-person shooters that can help with teamwork, diversity, and training. Um, one of my favorites is TF2 uh, because I find it very cartoony and not very realistic, and I also think it's funny to have my Steam username of Chrissiness bobbing over top of the heavy's head because that's what I play. But that aside, before we go too far into this, let me just pause and say that people play MMOs and FPSs for different reasons, for many different reasons. They play board games for many different reasons. Nothing of what I'm about to say is going to work for every person straight across the board. Uh, if you want to know what your personal gaming motivation is, your what they call a gaming a gamer profile, go over to quanticfoundry.com and try out their quizzes. They have some uh, really fascinating work going on over there and to other people. For example, my profile is a gregarious, deeply immersed and expressive game style. And I'll put a link to my own profile again in the blog post that goes with this podcast. You can see if we match up. If we do, maybe maybe we'll find each other in a game. Who knows? You can check out uh, Quantic Foundry for more information about gamer motivations. There's even one for board game motivations. I don't particularly care for board games, though I probably will discuss them in future episodes because I really do believe that games are integral to training and can help people learn a variety of skills. Back to the topic at hand. I was trying very hard not to make this podcast into an academic paper. So if I get a little dry with this, I apologize. I find it all very fascinating and I like the academics behind it, which is, you know, kind of obvious since it's what I'm working on. But anyway, computer simulations have been in use for training leadership skills since the 1950s. Within the last about 15 years or so, a majority of academic studies on MMOs for training are focused on Blizzard's probably most popular game of World of Warcraft. So World of Warcraft, for those of you who don't know, is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game or an MMORPG, and it's what is termed as a persistent world in academic circles. A persistent world is one that exists even after a player has logged off. There are ways to learn teamwork in the lower levels of the game, but for today's podcast episode, we're going to focus on the end game of raiding. Specifically, I'm going to focus on raids as they relate to raiding guilds in World of Warcraft. There is an LFR, or looking for raid, function that they have where you and 24 other random people are paired together to go and conquer this raid. And it's a great tool and it's very useful and it's very helpful in completing some of the things that you need to complete in order to be ready for some of these for some of these raids but it's not really what i want to focus on i want to focus on the uh, raids 
like I said, that involve guilds. They're going to require 10 to 25 participants each, and there is a specific number of roles that need to be filled, such as a certain number of tanks, a certain number of healers, and a certain number of DPSers. A raid guild's leader will be aware of what is needed for the specific raid and can put out a call for participants to join who fit those roles. Everyone needs to work together to take down the bosses. Despite the popularity of the meme Leroy Jenkins, you can't really just Leroy Jenkins your way through a raid, as he kind of proved. In order to be successful on a raid, players must work together. Raids are good for mentoring opportunities for players to teach others specific skill sets regarding their roles. For example, an experienced primary tank could allow a newer player to take on some of the primary tank roles in the smaller fights, slowly training them how to be a primary tank. An experienced healer could mentor another in the best ways to heal the damaged players while not running short on mana or health. Through teamwork, opportunities for leadership can emerge. Communication is key to a well-functioning machine, so to speak. Clearly set expectations, clearly set objectives, and clearly stated direction all help players work together to achieve the same goal. Victory and profit. Now that we've talked a little bit about teamwork and raids, let's talk about leadership. As mentioned at the beginning, most businesses want a person who can both inspire and increase productivity. In a raid guild setting, the guild leader is one such person who must do just that, inspire the guild to want to participate in the raids, as well as develop the players into raid leaders, or the ones who call the action. Not only does a raid leader need to know the intricacies of the raids that they're running, they also need to know what players they have to work with. How many tanks, how many healers, how many DPSers are available. And of course, like we discussed in the Minecraft episode, this is all considered resource management. Raid leaders also have to have the ability to inspire their guildmates, encouraging them to set aside the hours needed to take on the raid, being available to assist in helping players build out their raid gear, or even networking players together for more specialized or one-on-one -on -one assistance. A good raid leader will encourage mentorship and even be willing and capable of training a new raid leader within the guild. Encouragement, inspiration, succession planning, resource management, these are just some of the buzzword examples of skills that can be learned as a guild or a raid leader in World of Warcraft. By extension, teamwork and openness to learning and verbal and written communication are a few of the skills you can learn as a, a guild or raid member in World of Warcraft. People play MMOs for various reasons. Some aren't into raiding or even into guild membership. I know it's difficult to believe, but it's true. There are still ways for you, even you, to learn leadership skills in World of Warcraft, but that's for another episode. I'll see you in two weeks, health willing, with another episode of Improved Initiative. Game on. <laughs>